Well, hello guys and welcome back. Hopefully I can multitask and do this app as well as look at the, uh, I guess the syllabus. No, I guess that wouldn't be the correct word. Synopsis of what I had laid out to talk about tonight. And we'll talk about today because I don't know what time of day you're going to listen to this. <clears throat> so I just go from there. It looks like it's still recording. Yay, I have success on that. So I'm going to go ahead and discuss some of the topics that I wanted to discuss in this latest podcast of mine. This may be a little longer than what it usually is, but if you've had the tenacity and patience to sit through my other ones, you have the tenacity and patience to sit through this one. Alrighty now, the first thing I wanted to, to discuss was the Breonna Taylor situation. I'm going to read a few things to you and then I'm going to give my opinion as well. Uh, as you guys know, the grand jury did not charge any officers with killing Breonna Taylor in her apartment and has prompted protest nationwide. A former detective was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment. Wanton endangerment, that's it. Her life is gone. It will never come back. We can't bring her back. This lady was shot up so many times. I think six I believe. And all he got was wanton endangerment. And if you want to be really frank, the only people that got any type of justice in this were the neighbors for their wall. The human life mattered not. But the wall of the apartment that was shot up. So the neighbors wouldn't have to pay for it. That was that was compensated. Oh, and the neighbors were white. I just thought I'd put that out there. And yes, it makes a difference what color they were. It makes a huge difference because I can guarantee you if they were black, it wouldn't, they wouldn't have tried to fix any of their walls. And if they did, it would only be for the sake of the complex and not because Breonna Taylor mattered because she didn't. The two officers who shot Miss Taylor were not charged in her death. Were not charged. You heard me. The, they got shot. The one officer got charged with wanton endangerment for shooting up the wall. But the officers who actually put the bullets in Breonna Taylor that ended her life were not charged in her death. Isn't that some stunting? And the Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Coon Cameron, yes, I gave him that middle name because that's exactly what he is said he knew that some people would not be satisfied. Some people, Mr. Coon Cameron? Some? How about a whole race of people? Here is what he had to say, and I quote, The decision before my office is not to decide if the loss of Breonna Taylor's life was a tragedy. The answer to that question is unequivocally yes. He later added, if we simply act on outrage, there is no justice. Mob justice is not justice. The fuck if it's not, I said that part. That's me speaking now. He continued on to say, justice sought by violence is not justice. It just becomes revenge. No, it comes an eye for an eye and a tooth for a fucking tooth is what it becomes. We don't want to be peaceful anymore. Fuck your peace. We've been peaceful enough. And... And now you're going to get whatever the fuck you get. Miss Palmer, who is 
Brianna's mother, sued the city of Louisville for wrongful death and received a $12 million settlement last week. But she and her lawyers insisted that nothing short of murder charges would be enough, a demand taken up by protesters nationwide. And I concur and I agree. We don't give a fuck about this money. We just give a fuck about justice. Fuck your $12 million. That's not enough for a life loss, a priceless life loss. That ain't enough. Ben Crump, a lawyer for the family, wrote on Twitter that the failure to charge any officer for killing Ms. Taylor was outrageous and offensive. You think? You think? We're already unprotected as it is. But then we have people like this Mac Major guy uh, who I was following on Facebook because he's a fellow author and I was, you know, appreciating his outspoken ways and his authors, you know, how his author, uh, his authorship, I guess would be the best way to say it. If that's even a word, I'm making up shit now. But now I lost all respect for him. If, I'm going to summarize what this useless piece of flesh said. This is exactly why black women feel unprotected. This is what he said. Hard truth. Breonna Taylor's real killer was Breonna Taylor. She chose to date a known drug dealer, not her first. She chose to live with him without marriage, knowing both the street and legal repercussions that come with this lifestyle. She would be alive today if she had made better choices. This should be a teaching moment for our young women. You are responsible for your choices, and choices have outcomes. There are always consequences to the choices that you make, especially when you choose to date a drug dealer, which is always a bad choice. Look no further than this very incident. It cost Brianna a career. She was fired for her EM, from her EMT job long before the raid due to being implicated in the murder of a black man after a car rented in her name was connected to the victim. If the raid had been a successful one that night, instead of ending in tragedy, it would have cost her freedom, as she'd be sitting in prison right now along with her boyfriend. Ultimately, it cost her her life. Had she chose a better quality of man, she'd still be alive today and most likely thriving today. Choices have consequences, so please choose better, ladies. I'm really, and this is what I had to say. I'm really over black people trying to be different and have a different opinion because they want to be controversial and they want attention and doing it off the backs of black people who were tragically killed. I'm fucking over it and I am fucking over it. So you mean to tell me that because her boyfriend was making bad choices. Now, I can say one thing. Black women have a tendency to try to change a man to a better person if they know he has potential, which we definitely stop have to stop living off of potential because I have done that countless times and it has never been good for me because you know why? The man chose not to change. He didn't feel like his life or mine was worthy of change. So unfortunately, her still being young, she hadn't learned that valuable lesson in life yet. It's a lesson that you have to learn on your own because I'm not going to say I haven't done it. I'm not going to say I haven't stood by the dude side who I know sh I shouldn't have been with, who I know I shouldn't have been dealing with, who didn't deserve it, who did not deserve my the presence of my company, my support, my love, any of that. 
I'm not going to say I didn't stand by them and they didn't change. And I had all the hopes that they would. So here we go. Once again, standing by the brothers. And once again, they're turning their backs on us. This girl is dead unjustly. And here you go blaming the victim for what has happened to her. What kind of fuck shit is that? What kind of fuck shit is that? You can't be fucking serious. I have no respect for Mac Major. I unfollowed him. I said what I had to say on his comments. I guess he must have blocked me from commenting on his comments because I can no longer respond. And I'm just over it. I'm over us standing up and standing by black men, good or bad, and then fucking us over and doing shit like this once we're dead. Are you? I'm, I'm in disbelief. I don't respect him as an author. I don't respect him as a human being. I definitely don't respect him as a black man. Fuck Mac Major. You can kiss my ass. And that's how I feel about you. You're a bitch ass. And you deserve everything that you get that's negative. And I'm not one to wish negativity on people. Because I believe in the karma you're putting out there. Is karma that will come back to you. But you're going to get whatever you get. Because karma has your name written all over it for this bullshit ass dissertation that you wrote for attention and likes and all the women that agree with him fuck you too bitch i'm moving on i'm also going to discuss today when people are doing things for likes you post things to be contrary or controversial and it can definitely backfire be original be original be you, even if nobody gives a fuck about it and nobody likes it. I post this podcast faithfully every Friday now. And I probably have four people at best who listen to it. Four people. And guess what? I keep trucking and I keep posting because I'm not going to stop posting just because I don't have the listeners that I want to have. I will one day. But like I've said before, and I'll say it a million times more, this is therapeutic for me. So by me posting this podcast, I'm doing this mostly for me. I would love to have that audience. I would love to have that four go to 4,000. I would love that. But right now it's not. It's not at 4,000. But I'm still going to post. I'm still going to keep building. And I'm still going to keep building that momentum. Because I have a lot to say about what's going on in this world. I have a lot to say about my life. I have a lot to say about everything that goes on around me. And I feel like my voice is something that is appreciated and will be appreciated in the long run and will be appreciated by different people. Like I say, I tell all you guys all the time at the end of this podcast, share it, subscribe, comment to give your feedback. I I welcome all of that. And just because you couldn't identify with me today, somebody else always can. But one thing I will never do is try to do things that garner attention on social media or try to do things that get me likes. I'm genuine. If you don't like it, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm not changing my format to fit anybody else. I'm going to speak on how I feel. I'm going to speak on how I feel about current event topics, what's going on around me, what's going on in my world, the world in general. And I'm going to just speak because I have that freedom of speech. This is really utilizing freedom of speech. And I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not doing things for likes. I'm not going to post somebody just because they're getting a bunch of likes on something. And I don't agree with that shit. Or I know that shit is bogus. 
If that shit is bogus as fuck, I am not going to repost it just because it got a million likes. If I repost something, it's because I have a strong opinion about it. Not because I want to get people to jump on the bandwagon with me. Because I'm genuine. And I know what this platform is for. And I know that people want to get monetized. And I know all of that things. And I know people will post things, excuse me, to be monetized uh, because they are monetized. And to to build up the momentum and to build and to increase their uh, revenue. But I think that's fake, comma, I think it's phony, and I think it's disingenuous, and that's how I feel about it. I do. I'm not posting something just because it's controversial, just because I want somebody to like it, even though I know I don't agree with that bullshit, because I'm not being true to myself. I'm not doing that. It's a lot of shit that's controversial. This dude, Mac, whack-ass major, got a lot of likes and views on on his ignorant truth what he calls hard truth. But I didn't speak on it because I want to gain any popularity. I spoke on it because I think he's a bitch-ass dude and I felt like that was some whole-ass shit that he did and I felt strongly about it, so I spoke about it. But I have seen numerous people do things just because they want to get likes, build revenue, uh, just get attention. And I'm like, you are so fucking fake and phony and you're not doing this shit genuinely. You're doing this shit for a dollar or you're doing this shit because you want to gain some type of popularity and you look stupid as fuck, honestly. And that's real. And I don't care who takes that personally. It is what it is. And that's how I feel. And I've never been afraid to say that to anybody who or say what I have to say on my platform to anybody. I've never been afraid of that. And it is what it is. And I feel how I feel. Stop doing shit for likes. Because you look like an idiot in, re- in, in reality. You look like a fucking fool to those of us who really know you. Another thing that came up this week was people starting hate campaigns against BBW lovers. I have a couple of friends who made this list that I've known for a while. One of them, I've known him since like 2000. That made this list this week that came out that was saying, basically, if you are a BBW, then you either follow one of these guys or one of these guys follows you. And one of my homeboys was on that list. Actually, I think two of them. Two of them were on that list. One I've known for 20 years. One I've known just a couple of, uh, probably a year or so. And I know that they truly do like BBWs. BBW stands for big, beautiful women. Not big black women like some people think. It's a big, beautiful woman. A BBW could be of any race. Okay? This girl chose this week. And I, I'm, I'm honestly, I can't remember her name. Curvy Denver or something like that. Denver Curves or Curvy Denver or whatever the fuck her name is. She's pointless to me. And I don't care who feels offended by that. I don't care if she heard it and felt offended. I think she's pointless when she made this statement. She took the picture that somebody meant to be positive or humorous. Not They weren't throwing shade. And she plastered over each person's picture that they were fetishizers. One of them was a user and abuser. One of them was a pimp. And some of those people spoke out and were like, that's not true. 
I've always liked BBWs, which I know that my friend for the past 20 years I've known him has liked BBWs. He's loved BBWs. That's all he's ever liked. That's his thing. That's what he has always liked since I've known him. That's how we met because he was checking for me. But, you know, we didn't live close. So, of course, nothing could happen. But that's my homeboy. And another, the other one I follow, he's always like BBWs too. Now, I'm kind of doubtful about him because he may be doing this for profit because he has the OnlyFans and he sells t-shirts and stuff. I mean, it is profitable, but like sometimes I wonder if he's doing it genuinely or if not. But she called him a colorist because I guess most of the girls that she sees him with are Latinas but we have seen him with all different types of races and colors and complexions so for her to say that meant that she really didn't do her research and her homework to find that out before she said that and she definitely didn't do her research and homework on my homeboy because he's been liking us for years decades if not longer because I met him in my 20 early 20s and he was in his early 20s so I know that she couldn't have done her research. And she, as a matter of fact, he said they never had any dialogue. They've never had any encounters. So she didn't even know that when she said that about him. She just said the shit for likes to be controversial. Again, with the con- being controversial for likes. To be controversial, to be different, to be um contrary because you know contrary always gets the likes and the follows and the attention she said that to do all of that and was not expecting the backlash that she got oh they were lighting her up one dude was like i am not a pimp and he's not he um does like bbw shows and uh different videos and stuff like that but they choose to be in the videos he's not making this women there's no force of hand there's no no manipulation these women are choosing to get money with him in the adult entertainment industry the bbw sector they're not being forced they're not being made to do this they're not being drugged or liquored up or any of that stuff they're doing this by choice they have a that he don't he doesn't own these women. They're not prostitutes. They choose to do this. And she was like, he's a pimp. And they had an argument on live because they had never encountered each other. She had never had a conversation with this man. She didn't know anything about him. And she just was running her mouth and saying all these different things about him. And he let her ass have it. And that's what she got. And my friend has a big platform himself. And a lot of us are crazy about him. We love him. He's a sweetheart. And he was, he had something to say about it too. And he was lighting her up too. And it was well-deserved. Just because you're a fellow BBW like I am, does not mean I'm going to jump on your side. I'm, I'm on the side of right. And I know personally with this one, you are dead ass wrong. And I can't support you on this one because you're not right. One of the people on the list, he is a, I feel a fetishizer and a uh, user I know for a fact because he dated one of my homegirls that is a BBW and she is big in the BBW community and she is admired by lots of people and he is a user. But I said nothing. I knew that he was not what I would consider an admirer. I would consider a BBW user. 
But I didn't say that shit about him. I had no comment. I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. And I shared it with my friend. But little do we know Little Miss, whatever, Curve, Denver, Denver Curves, or whatever the fuck her name is, was going to come out here with that old fuck shit and be talking about people who she ain't even fucking know. Y'all know I curse and excuse my language. So I, I'm sorry if I offend you guys. And I'm sorry if I'm not sounding like a lady. I really am. And I do carry myself like one. But right now, I probably don't sound so much like one because I'm cursing a lot. And I'll try to curb it. And I'll try to tone it down for you guys. I'm, I'm sorry about that. And it was just doing it things for likes. Y'all going to learn today to stop doing things for likes. It's not going to work out in your favor. Next on my topic of things I want to discuss, because my last one is going to be a doozy, is men who do not appreciate your efforts, appreciate or value your efforts. This again goes back to my dating. I mean, I try, because we're in the middle of a pandemic, I try to make accommodations and I'll try to cook. I'll invite somebody over. You know, I'll do something nice that I don't normally do because I usually don't like anybody at my house. And I don't want you eating up my food because nine times out of ten, you're going to bring your sorry ass over here empty-handed. And I have to tell you to bring something over here. I have one friend who comes over here and we are just friends and nothing more. And he never comes empty-handed because he's been raised and he knows better. But here I am about to cook and everything for you and I get half-ass replies replies days later I don't get replies yet you want to insist that you're interested in me no you're not I'm not putting forth any more effort into people who are showing me half-ass interest or who tell me stuff like they're not ready for a relationship or who I see sweating everybody else but me, or who are all over social media and everybody else's inbox and everybody else's pictures under everybody else's comments with all something to say. I'm not taking you seriously. And I am tired of y'all not appreciating the ones who are 100% real and who are solid and who are really trying to give y'all a chance because y'all don't appreciate nothing and I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. And this is why I'm going right back into my dating hiatus because what is the point right now? Because there's not anybody who I feel truly appreciates me and my efforts. So I don't want to be bothered for real. I really don't. So don't say that women don't try and don't start these stupid ass threats. Do women even cook anymore? Yeah, we definitely cook. But y'all aren't around to appreciate it because you're fucking it up. So you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Like in my other podcast, I was willing to cook dude dinner. Find out dude really likes transsexuals. You're not even living in your truth. So I just be wasting my energy sometimes. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing that no more. I really don't. So if you don't appreciate my efforts and value my efforts, I'm I'm not bothering now another person who made headlines this week who got ripped apart by the internet was apostle wise preach now i'm gonna read you this guy's list and then i'm gonna talk about homeboy he said 
I'm looking for a Proverbs 31 wife who must meet this criteria. The woman must be centered, absolutely gorgeous, can sing, a stunning smile between ages 22 and 27, absolutely no kids, love Jesus more than anything else, can cook and is tidy, an intercessor is between five feet and five feet four, never been married before, submitted and a great listener. Now, when he said this, the internet lit him on fire because homie is probably between five feet and five four. He's short and you know how people feel about hiding the man. He is, I wouldn't say very attractive. I don't feel like he's attractive. He has a huge head. They were calling him Megamind because his head is so big and it was kind of accurate. He looks like he's a short again, like I said, which, you know, makes a big difference. I'm five feet four, so I don't really care about height, but I'm assuming that homeboy is about five feet four or probably a little bit taller than that and wants his woman to be shorter than him. Um, He's supposedly an apostle. No, no, sir. You're another one of these false preaching prophets who thinks that because you go to church and you're into church that you're supposed to be believable and we're supposed to fall in line with you because of that. You, this list right here was proof that you're on some bullshit. That was proof right there. I'm surprised he didn't say a weight requirement. I'm surprised that's not in there. He might have had it in there before, but like I said, he went and changed this list to say this list was meant to be funny. No, it wasn't. This list was super serious. I forgot to copy the original list to see. And as a matter of fact, I can go back and find the original list if I need to because my friend got it when he did it originally and she posted it. And we were like, dude, you got some audacity. You are not um, an Apollo or an Adonis, excuse me, for you to be over here talking about you want this, that, and the third. Um, no, boo. No. He said, the lesson is, virtue is developed in the secret place. This was all for fun, but the lesson is key. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Thou shalt not decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy always. And then he went on to say, I received backlash on his post. I believe we all have preferences. There goes that tainted word again. And it does not negate our callings and credibility. Absolutely it will. Nevertheless, let's love one another and carry the mind of Christ. Now you want to bring God into it. There can only be a wife, one wife, and therefore it's okay to desire without fear of being ridiculed by the world. I love you all. I am still a man of God share this now and then he posted a link to a video on YouTube can we circle back to doing it for likes again because that's exactly again what this was he was serious about that list but when they started calling that ass out he backpedaled that's typical of what happens to people who do things for likes. Y'all end up backpedaling because it doesn't benefit you at the end of the day. And I keep stressing, stop trying to be anybody but yourself on these platforms. 
Why are you trying to do things just for likes? If you have a good platform, if you are generic, if you are genuine, if you are truly entertaining, you don't got to do all of that stuff to get likes. That's going to come naturally. You don't got to do all of that extra to get likes. It is going to come naturally. Naturally. The rare people who do listen to my platform and they comment on it they they some of them like it some of them don't agree but they still listen you know they give me their opinions which I respect and I listen to and and you know I don't always act on the things that you have an opinion about because this is still again my platform so I'm gonna say whatever I want to say and I'm gonna talk about whatever I want to talk about but I like feedback so it can give me an idea of what direction I need to take things in as far as what people want to hear and what people are interested in. I know that nobody wants to hear about my dating woes 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That shit gets boring after a while. I know that. But there are some days that I want to talk about it and I want to discuss it and I want to express how I feel about it. And it's okay if I do that. And I'm unapologetic for doing that. I'm unapologetic for doing that. And there's nothing wrong with that because, again, this is my platform and I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. But I do like feedback because I want to talk about the issues and things that you guys want to discuss. I do. Black lives matter. Breonna Taylor's life matter. And for someone to go and make light of it and and say all these negative things that this, this Mac Major guy was saying for the sake of likes... To be quote unquote different pisses me off. You're a black male, and again, you're not protecting black women. Again, you're busted not protecting black women. You, I don't want to hear you calling me a queen because you don't value me as a queen if you could make these statements about Breonna Taylor. Who I have been in her shoes and I know that we try to change me, and that is a thing about black women we are nurturers by nature and we definitely try to fix things all the fucking time when it comes to our men and this is the bullshit ass backlash we get for it this is the bullshit backlash or then we have this apostle wise preach who comes along and acts like his preferences which are bullshit he wants to step a wife. His preferences are okay. And it's okay to say that you want this and to demand this, but you're not any of it. You gotta be fucking kidding me. And when I posted on my Instagram the other day that black women have it the hardest, one of my dear friends came on my post and commented and said, Oh, uh, I don't agree with that so much. I deleted his comment and I don't care if he knows that. I deleted his comment and I turned off comment because I'm not going to argue with a soul on my post. I'm not. And I know how to stop that from happening. I will delete comments and close comments off because, and that is my way of saying this is not up for debate. As a matter of fact, I changed the statement to say this is not up for debate. And I turned my comments off. I sure did. It is my post. It is my page. And I will say whatever I want to say. And you can agree or you can disagree. But when you disagree, I have every right to delete your comments and close my comments. That's what I'm going to do. I ain't going to throw no temper tantrum about it. 
I ain't going to show my ass in my comments going back and forth with you. I'm going to just fix it. There's a remedy for all of that. All this shit that people be doing going back and forth and all this other shit. I don't, I ain't going back and forth to nobody on my page. I ain't going back and forth with you ninjas. None on my page. About something I posted because I wanted to. Are you, are you serious? Nope. Nope. Not doing it. I will not. So you can agree or disagree. I can always rectify it. You could you could have whatever opinion you want. If I ask for your opinion, which I didn't ask for, but it is on a social media platform and people will give their opinions whether you want them or not. If I'm asking you for opinion, like I asked you guys for feedback and opinions about this podcast that I do, great. But sometimes everything is not meant for an opinion. And I see a lot of things and I have learned this skill, you guys. It's the keep fucking scrolling skill. Okay? That's where I keep scrolling if I see something I don't agree with. Because everything does not require you to make your opinion so you can start an argument. Some shit, just leave it the fuck alone. Now, this Mac Major dude who made this opinion about Breonna Taylor, he deserved all the smoke he was getting. All of the smoke. And I gave him some smoke too. And when I give smoke, believe me, I can stand my ground on my smoke. Because I usually scroll and mind my business if I don't like it. I'll be like, I don't have time for that shit. But if it's some real flagrant uh, offensive shit like this shit he's talking about with Breonna Taylor. Should have made better choices than that. Blaming her for her death, which is not her fault. She didn't deserve Oh, you deserve all the smoke you get. And I'm going to give you some of it too, just like I said. You're weak. And you're a weak-ass excuse and a sorry-ass excuse for a man, Mac Major. You suck. And so do you, Apostle Wise Choice. Both of you guys suck. Both of you guys suck. And hopefully, both of you guys make the donkey of the day on that show with, what's his face? With Angela Yee and... uh. I can't remember his name. Charlemagne, the God, and whoever the other guy is, I forget his name. I hope one of you two, if not both, make donkeys of the day on that show. I don't have that because I don't do everything every day. But you're still assholes in my opinion. Fuck y'all and fuck your opinions. That's how I feel about it. I tell you, people know they can piss you the fuck off. They really can what happened to Breonna Taylor, she did not deserve I don't care who she was dating. She didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it. $12 million is not enough. No m- amount of money will be enough. But it's mighty funny they tripled that same type of settlement for a white family. Isn't that something? Hmm. Black Lives Matters. Black lives matter, but it seems like they only matter to black people. That's what it is, and that's how I feel. I'm about to sign off of here, you guys, because I'm starting to feel real, real, real bad about how this Breonna Taylor situation went, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not over it. I'm not ready to be over it, and I'm, I'm not. I'm dwelling on this one, and I'm going to dwell on it for a long time. I'm still dwelling on the Trayvon Martin outcome. 
that's when I first started recognizing that society really doesn't give a fuck about us and they don't really give a fuck about black people having justice. That's when I first realized that. That's when it hit close to home because he was the same age as my nephew and it just hit home for me. Plus, she's a Miamian. My sister knows her. Some other people know her. And it's just fucked up. Black people have no value to other people outside of black lives. Outside of black people. And if you if you value us and you're not black, make your voices heard. Stand up for us when it's time. Because we need allies. Because clearly we don't have enough. But I'm about to be out of here, y'all. You know the deal. Uh, rate. Well, no, not rate. I keep saying that every time. Comment, subscribe, share this podcast. It might not matter to you, but it might matter to somebody else. And I'm out of here. I love y'all. Peace.